Hello, welcome to Spirit of Success, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Tracy. Debbie, really happy to have you here today. And I I want to keep sharing my wins with you. And there's also losses. But um, so I'm, I guess I'm just going to share more stories with you, if that's okay with you. Um, and the reason why is I think it's the best way to to share wisdom. You know, I used to be really into the philosophical stuff, but I realized anybody can talk about the philosophical stuff, but that doesn't actually change results. And I used to not be results focused. I used to be, uh, I don't know, other focused. (laughs) And now I'm like, okay, well, results matter because, uh, I want to reach my goals. I want to I want to, you know, live a better life. And that's why I'm really into the the doing. And so I can't ask you to do something I am not doing. And so instead of being just this doing 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 energy, I want to talk about it from more of a balanced perspective. So if you hear me talk, I will always talk about how I'm feeling and then I'll also talk about taking action on that. And that to me feels like a really, really um, healthy balance. So, um, you know, I was telling you that I was in Topanga and I ended up going to Nobu and everything was just clicking and I was like really taking the time to process and like integrate things. And I want you to remember that because that's going to be important (laughs) for this next story because I decided to also have a call with my coach and um, basically she didn't really hold back. And she told me a lot of things that were true and they were hard to hear. They were true in the sense that they were ways I was holding myself back and I just hadn't seen it before. And um, she made those apparent to me (laughs) and I didn't know what to do because all I could do was say like, you know, that's true. It's true. And, um, you know, I've, I've always been really good at taking personal responsibility in certain areas of my life. And I think that's why she still wants to work with me. But in other areas of my life, I really haven't taken as much responsibility. So that was on my mind, to be be honest with you. And I felt a little weird because I felt like in a good mood, but also like, wow, there's still so much to improve, you know? So it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It just was. But I wouldn't say I was at my best for sure. And then I was leaving Topanga and I knew I had like a two, it was like a three hour drive in front of me. So I leave and um, I'm on my way and then I hit LA, the LA area. Like I'm going from Malibu and I'm going through like Irvine and like all of that. And oh my gosh, the traffic. I can literally see my exit and I'm there for like 30 minutes. So it was such a test for me of my mindset. And I want to say it was as good on as it was on my way down to Topanga from Santa Cruz, but I'd be lying. Um, I would catch myself and then I would, I would get reactive and then catch myself and then reactive. And then ca- so it was a lot of energy because um, I couldn't maintain that state for very long. I would just get agitated and, you know, I had my GPS on and it was like literally saying I'm going to be delayed in an hour and then, you know, traffic is improving. And then it would be like, you know, 20 minutes and then it'd be in an, an hour. And I was like, you know, what the hell is going on? And uh, my cat wouldn't get settled either because she settled really, she settled really quickly. 
um, from Santa Cruz to um, and that was the heavier driving day and she settled right in which again she's responding to my energy so because I was so calm because I had just like let things go she settled right away and it's so cute because she kind of sat half on me and half on the like center console and she just passed out most of the time she would look at me from time to time but she would basically just like get up to change position it was amazing and then this time she's like meowing nonstop. so I'm in traffic my cat's meowing um, I'm not in a great mental position and um I just keep getting this this feeling of like you should go get something to eat and get gas and I'm like no I'm fine I have gas like I I filled up with gas uh while I, while I was in Malibu so I actually had enough so um I just kept putting off this this you know this intuition that was like you know you should go get food or or get gas and I'm like no and I almost was going to do it because I saw like like the traffic showed up as like an hour again delayed and I'm like oh shit and then, you know, I, I was about to turn off and then I said, no, I don't want to turn off there. And then all of a sudden it's like traffic is improving and it went right back down. So I didn't go get gas. And um, what I realized now is I was putting this time pressure on myself, like I have to get there by a certain time. And um, what's funny is that I, I'm in traffic. I, I'm a little bit agitated at this point. I don't really take the time to pull over and, you know, I know how to clear my agitation. I didn't do that. And um, my cat's, you know, she's more rested now, uh, but she's t- she's not as, as rested as I've seen her. And um, even when I got to San Diego, it was like, you know, turn off there and go get food. And like, I was like, no. And so I didn't do it. And I didn't check my phone, but I had gotten messages from my landlord uh, basically telling me that he's going to be in calls like the whole day. So he left the unit unlocked for me. Um, and then he also texted me like, uh, the gardeners just showed up and they weren't supposed to show up, but they showed up and they're in your spot. And I'm like, okay. Um, anyway, long story short, I pull up to the house and the gardeners are there in my spot still. And literally across the street, there's like, somebody playing music in their garage but it's like a whole band so there's like a lead singer there's drums there's two guitars and they're not the greatest (laughs) if I would be honest um and they're singing like the chili peppers they're singing blink 182 so that's not like my favorite stuff if I'm being honest with you and um I was kind of horrified because I'm kind of at the edge not really but getting there I'm agitated. My cat's like freaking out. It's hot. Um, I'm hungry, if I'm being honest with you. And now there's like, I can't even hear myself think because this band is so damn loud. And there, I can't, I have nowhere to park. There's no street park. I go up and down the street. There's no street parking. I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So I literally pull in front of the driveway and I know that my landlord's unavailable and I go and I find there's like eight gardeners and I'm asking if any of them speak English and they don't. So I'm trying to gesture with them about like moving their car so I can pull in. Anyway, they eventually do that. And then um, there's so many of them. I don't know why there were so many. I found out after the boards that he was training them, but they have all kinds of saws and um and tools and they're making so much noise it is so loud 
with these gardeners and then it is so loud because the band is playing and I'm in the back of the back and I can hear the band like clearly and it is so freaking loud and if you've ever experienced something like this where you're just like I want to like shut down (laughs) like I literally started saying to myself like I'm going to have a breakdown, you know, like I'm trying to, I'm I'm not trying, I'm bringing my bags in as much as I can. There's like gates, there's like two or three gates to go through. So I'm like going through these two to two to three gates with all of my stuff. I have all of my cat stuff. Then there's like some of my stuff. So I just decided to unpack what I absolutely needed. And I sat down and I was like, this place was a little bit smaller than I thought, there were some things I would told I was told that I was going to have that weren't here. And so I just kept seeing the lack. I just kept seeing what I didn't want. You know what I mean? You you keep seeing it and you're like, "Oh my gosh." And I sat down and I was like, "I'm going to have a breakdown." Like, I feel it. <laughs> you know? And then the same, you know, guidance that I've been receiving or whatever, like ideas or voice that whatever you want to call it was like, "Are you going to have a breakdown or are you going to have a breakthrough?" And I was like, well, that's different. It's a very different way of thinking. And I was like, you know, how can I have a breakthrough? You know, what would that, you know, what, what do I need? And I heard like, you need a hug. And I was like, oh, fuck, I do need a hug. So I gave myself the biggest hug. I was like, I need a hug. I gave myself a hug. I was like, wow, I actually feel better. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, but fuck it, it's true. I was like, you know what? I need a fucking hug. And I gave myself a hug and then I felt a lot better. And I was like, okay now what do I need? It was like, oh, I need food. So it's like I packed some food that I had from my house and I, I had it and I was like, no judgment. I'm just going to eat it. I just need food. I need water. I need food. So I'm feeding myself after I like make sure my cat has her food, her water. I'm like, okay, we're both fed. We're, <laughs> we're both okay. Now what? And it was like, okay, but you need dinner. But the um, gardeners were still here. So it's like I couldn't leave. I couldn't ask them to move their car. I could have, but I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. So I decided to um, to do a little bit of journaling, actually, to get all of my kind of feelings out and then um, get some more stuff from my car and then go out and get dinner. And so I went to In-N-Out Burger because um, I was in a small town in Northern California and they didn't have that. And being Canadian, I'm like, In-N-Out Burger. Oh, my God. So I went and got In-N-Out Burger. It was really close too. So it was kind of like a win-win. And as I come back, two things happen. I realized that In-N-Out Burger is actually not that good, <laughs> which is, and I'm going to clarify, In-N-Out Burger is probably the best fast food that I could, that, that I've had if you compare it to like McDonald's. But after eating at Nobu, I was like, gosh, we convinced ourselves that this is actually food. And it's not like Nobu. Oh my God. It's like umami. Like it's just so good. Like you feel so satisfied and whole after a meal at Nobu because you've had all the sensations of taste, you know, you're very satisfied. And then with fast food, you're like, oh my God, this is all just salt and, um, or sugar, you know, it's just, yeah, I was just, this, it was this interesting experience because I remember just eating it and being like, oh man, I've taught myself that this is actually food. It's not food. And then I felt kind of sad. But what what also happened after that is that I, I realized, I talked about this before, that I'm in breathwork facilitator training and we actually had a breathwork session that evening. 
and I was like, oh, I should do the session. And then I'm like, oh, no, I should probably unpack everything from my car that's left and and do that. And then I was like, no, no, that doesn't feel good. The breath work feels good, even though that doesn't make sense. I was like, but that doesn't make sense. I should unpack. I just moved here. That makes sense. But I decided to do what didn't make sense and do the breath work instead. And um, the breath work was, was actually a 90-minute session, which is unusual. Usually they're 60 minutes. Um, and I didn't know that at the time I because I signed up for this one forever ago. So I, I forgot about it, to be honest with you. Um, I just normally do Tuesday sessions. And because um, Tuesdays are when I have my uh, client calls traditionally. Uh, but obviously on the day of my move, I didn't do that anyway. So I decided to do the breath work and oh my gosh, I was so glad I did. So um, breath work is the only, one of the only places you can truly surrender and let your emotions go. And I was so happy to be able to do the breath work. Well, actually, if I'm being honest, so um, I like to do the breath work on Tuesday because I really like the um, the guy who facilitates it. And one of the things I've come to like about his sessions is that he always has us do kind of a positive self-talk going into it. So it's basically giving ourselves permission to let whatever needs to come out, come out. And he didn't do that this time. He went right into the breathing. And I was like, so caught off guard. I'm like, I like even private messaged him on the Zoom, like, you're not going to do the, you know, positive self-talk. And I started to almost spiral again. And then I was like, what have I learned all day today? <laughs> and leading up to this, if, you, if, if you've heard my previous podcast, it was really about just surrendering. So I'm like, fine. Because, you know, the thought crossed my mind, like, what else could go wrong today? Nothing's going my way, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope. Mm-mm. I've bypassed this once. I'm going to bypass it again. So I decided to just surrender and like really surrender myself. So I just completely, I was like, whatever, this day cannot get worse. So whatever. And I just opened myself up completely and I just start screaming at the top of my lungs. And again, it's my first day here. I have no idea who like lives by me. I have no idea how soundproof this is. I don't know. So I just start screaming at the top of my lungs and I realize I'm screaming all of this frustration, anger, disappointment, self-judgment that I've had, not just for that day, but like from before. So it was like deep stuff. So I was just like, I'm going to go for, I don't even know how long it went for, but it went on. So I'm just like screaming at the, at the top of my lungs, which actually kind of felt really good <laughs> in some ways. And then I just hear, I, I just feel some guidance to just lie on my side. And I normally do breathwork lying on my back. You can also do it um, sitting up, but I usually do it lying down. And I just got this guy to lie on my, I'm like, lie on my side. Why? And then it was like, oh, surrender. Right. So I just lied on my side. <laughs> and then I fell into, in, into something called yoga nidra. And yoga nidra, if you don't know what that is, it is like this amazing, really, really deep state. So it's like the easiest way to explain it is that your body is like fast asleep, but your mind is awake. And like your body's in delta waves, which is like how you are when you like go to bed, but your mind's awake. So you can essentially kind of reprogram yourself in the state. And it's a really, really, really restful state, actually. Um, I think the formula is like 30 minutes of yoga nidra is like four or five hours of sleep. 
So it's really, it's a profound state. And I have been in yoga nidra when I was, when I took ayahuasca, but I have found it's more difficult for me to get into that state um, just with the breath. But now I realize because I didn't surrender. <laughs> but anyway, I'm in this yoga nidra state and this 90 minute session actually feels like a 60 minute session. Like time is completely thrown off for me. And I wake up a, like, or whatever, come to, um, when we're finishing the integration music, I can feel it like we're kind of dying down. And I, I, for some reason, my body wanted to get up. I don't know why. And so I almost allowed myself to get up. And then that same voice was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, don't get up <laughs> because some upgrading is happening. So you need to just lay here. And I'm like, oh. And for some reason, I just was like, yeah, okay. And so I just like laid there. And then um, eventually when the session ended, I um, – I came to and um, I took my, I, I have an eye mask. So I, so I kind of slid my eye mask to the top of my head. And the strangest thing happened. I looked at my ceiling and I had no idea where I was. So if you followed my, my podcast, you know, since last July, I have been traveling like crazy. <laughs> so I never looked at the ceiling before. And so for literally 10 seconds, you know, after a really deep, profound experience like the one I had, it's not uncommon to not know exactly what's going on. It just takes you a while to come back. But I like very clearly had no idea where I was like zero clue for 10 seconds. At least it may have been longer. I don't know. Um, 10 seconds. I had zero clue where I was, which is actually, you would think a very scary feeling, but my body from literally my head to my toe was telling me you're safe. You're safe you're safe. So I'm having this kind of dualistic experience where consciously I'm like, I don't even know where I am. Where am I? And then my body's like, yeah, but you're safe and you're safe and you're safe. And you're, and I, I just kept feeling I'm safe. I don't know where I am, but I'm safe. And I was like, wow, I'm safe. And I'm saying it right now and I'm getting goosebumps because it hit me. I'm safe. And it hit me because I realized in that moment that safety is a state of being and it actually has nothing to do with where we live or our in, in environment, you know, and I was telling somebody about this experience and they're like, I believe that because like if you talk to somebody who's in Yemen and you and you ask them about safety you know, if you've heard about what's going on, it's like, you know, they live with daily gunshots and this, you know, this, this, this threat of violence. And in some ways I'm not condoning what's happening, but they won't even see, see that as unsafe because that's, what's normal for them, you know, versus if you take somebody from North America and you put them in that, you know, situation, they'll think, you know, it's unsafe. So what I'm saying here really is that you create safety wherever you go it actually comes from your state of being and I didn't know that but unconsciously as I was traveling that's what I was doing I had no reason to go out in Paris at night by myself which I didn't tell so many people about that I was doing but I did it because I didn't realize that I was emanating safety as I was walking around I was being safe so we say that safety is a state of being. So you have to be safe. And that's not just in your actions. That's in your beingness. 
So I want to share that with you as like the one profound insight that I had. And, you know, if that resonates with you, um, if you're traveling or if you have kids or whatever, like this is what I'm going to teach my kids. Um, safety is a state of being. I'm going to be like, and I know that, you know, I like know that. Um, the other thing that I realized um, as well well, let me just finish. So I had this amazing experience and then I had the best sleep I've had in a long time um, after this um, session. But I decided to share what my experience in the sharing circles. We we have something called a sharing circle at the end of breathwork and I decided to share my experience and I started crying and I was surprising myself. I even said in the share, like, I'm not sure why I'm getting so emotional um, about this and the um my um the, the guy who was leading our group said you know there's a reason why so like make sure you um you sit with that and I was like yeah maybe maybe not you know <laughs> like I don't know and then the most interesting thing happened my my zoom crashed it just completely stopped working and um I knew I was like oh my god it's because I have to sit with this <laughs> So I decided to just really sit with it. And um, what I realized was those overwhelm emotions, anxiety, panic, confusion were also how I, what I experienced in my childhood. And they were really familiar to me, even though it'd been a long time since I had felt them. When they did show up, they were familiar. And so that experience of moving through them and comforting myself and being my own parent was healing was a huge upgrade for me because that was a really stuck pattern and my brain had been really stuck in that and I had manifested that in different ways and I could see I was like oh my god I manifested that in so many different ways I didn't do anything about it and this time I did and I want to share with you just the progression of the different experiences I've been able to overcome and how I've been able to heal these really um, old traumatic experiences so I just wanted to share that with you that the lesson that nobody really um, wants but everyone needs is that accountability and that responsibility. So I feel responsible for the scenarios that I create in my life, all of them, not just the good ones. And also I'm accountable to a higher standard that I want to live and also accountable to not recreating patterns that I don't want. And so those two things have helped me tremendously move through everything that I've shared with you in the past couple of, of episodes. So I wanted to name that you can have accountability with somebody else, but ultimately if you don't have accountability with yourself, you won't be able to maintain that accountability with someone else. So um, I've tried, you know, is there a shortcut? Is there a different way? Believe me, I've tried them all. No. Nope, these are these are always what it comes down to. And for me, I was looking at them like they had to be painful and hard. And they don't actually have to be. They get to be fun. Um, they You get to learn and grow from them. And that's what I value more than anything right now. So I, that's why I've been able to move through them. And I want to share that with you in the hopes that it will resonate with you and that you'll learn from my experience and not have to go through the same experience yourself. So if that's you, please let me know. I would love to hear what part resonated with you. If there's something that does resonate, uh, please let me know. I'd be so happy to hear. And um, also you can share with me on Instagram, what was your biggest aha moment and takeaway moment? 
And if you also want to learn how to take accountability and responsibility in your own life, I would be happy to share um, how you can apply this and how I have done that in more detail. So please uh, book a call um, using the link below. And I look forward to talking to you. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you soon.